you a slice of unapologetic conversation welcome 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 to straight to tape my name is c perry the second of mr fantastic of podcasting's fantastic for first the comedian professional joke slinger tico de gallo uh what's good tico what it do people talk about it i live it all day every day twice on a tuesday used to be on a sunday but I'd be partying at London Bridge. So. Yeah. Just a little shout out to the weekend and the Sunday spot, London Bridge. Shout out to DJ Assassin. Shout out to Scotty Rock. Scotty Rock. Yeah, anyway. we, we don't get paid for that endorsement, but um, yeah, we but, do. Uh, yeah, it, it, that's just love. That's just love. That's just love. Right? That's we family, there. yo. That's family. It's, it's a vibe. Yeah, but we yeah, still ain't getting paid for that. But um, <laughs> family or not, we ain't getting paid for that endorsement. <laughs> we still, we still, we still pay to eat and drink well in that place. You know what I'm saying? And the food and drinks are good, but we we definitely pay for it. Nigga, so today. That's true. And, and uh, of course, the first lady of S2T, the quintessential hip hop mom, Keisha with a Y. What's good, Key? What's up, y'all? It's Keisha with a Y, aka hip hop mom, aka spring and summer concert traveling mom, and your mom's favorite mom. Got a lot of good things lined up here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Ah, bunch of good, bunch of good traveling, bunch of good music for the summer. Uh, I know what what went on sale today. The uh, Wu Nas tickets went on sale today. We already got those last week. Yeah, we already got those last week exactly. So, <laughs> and of course, our social media assassin for the double deuce, ladies and gentlemen, Rob the actual. What's good, Rob? For the double deuce, make it sound like I'm a a, a daggone wino from back in the from the '80s, bro. Drinking a where's your ice house? Deuce, deuce of Miller High Life or something, <laughs> sitting on the corner. The champagne of beers. Singing doo wop with a bunch of niggas. You know what I'm saying? Over a bonfire. Tico like smiling because he know what I'm talking about. That's that, that's that Philly shit. What you talking about? Philly, bro? my ass, nigga. That's everywhere. No. That's, that that's that Philly shit. You dig it on Don't put that on Philly, Philly, nigga. That, that, ain't, that, ain't, no Philly. Philly. that ain't no Philly. Don't put that's that what Boys to Men did. And um, didn't Boys to Men sing on the in a, on a bonfire? They played some bums singing bums in uh, New Jack City. What they did? What didn't they play some? Who played the uh, bums singing around the um, the oil drum fire in New Jersey? On New Jack City. New Jack- no, that, that was, was uh, OJ. That was OJ's. OJ's. Yeah, that was OJ's. Yeah, I thought they did that in Women of Brewster. Levert or something. Yeah. yeah, that was Levert. Yeah, Levert. I think it was Levert. Yeah, it was Levert. It was Levert. It was Levert. I'm sorry. It was Troop and Levert. You know he looked like his daddy. 
<laughs> but anyway, anyway, you know what I'm saying? I'm in the building, man, ready to get this uh this this ep kicked off. Um, you know, uh Sixers pissing me off, the Phil's pissing me off. Um the NFL draft is 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 this weekend. I don't know what the Eagles did. They probably gonna piss me off. So I'm pissed off, man. It has a lot to do with my sports teams. But um but yeah, I'm here. I'm here. It's all good. It's all good. Let's let, let, let's do it, man. Let's do it. Well, bro, look, I'm glad you're here, whether you're pissed off or not. Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we got an interesting and insightful show for you today. North Carolina State. Uh, sorry, North Carolina State um, Senate candidate, Lisa Grafstein is going to be in the house with us today. But remember, ladies and gentlemen, you can catch Straight to Tape live Tuesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on Facebook Live, on YouTube and Twitch. Audio version of Straight to Tape is available on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. If you want to hear us on Apple Podcasts, there it is. You want to hear us on Google Podcasts, there it is. You want to hear us on iHeartRadio, there it is. You want to hear us on Tuned In? There it is. If you want to hear us on Amazon Music, guess what? There, there it is. It is. All right? All right? Yeah, you, All right? You, you can talk to Ooh, Alexa C-L-O- and Siri. C-L-O-S. C-L-O-S. Exactly. Uh, look, make sure you follow us on our social media platforms. That's IG, Facebook, and Twitter. Straight to tape. Check out our YouTube channel, S2T, S2T Media. Hit the subscribe button. Be in tune. Be in tune with your favorite podcast. Yo, man, I like to give what, a shout man? out to I like to give a shout out to Kevin Hart, man. He just inked a deal, man, a streaming deal. It's like one of the uh-huh. biggest, like you know, what I'm saying deals out here for a person um, not to have any backing behind him. You know what I mean? So it's like self made type. You know, what I'm saying streaming position, man. So. Uh, shout out to Kevin Hart. I think his uh, streaming service or the streaming platform or, or all that is going to be called uh, Heartbeat, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, yeah, so that's another probably another platform we probably have to s- squeeze on in on. So, you know, big ups to uh, Kevin for that. Hey, look, if there's a platform so, out there, I don't care if it's Cast, if it's cast Box, I don't care if it's Pie Bean, which both of those we are on, by the way, we're going to squeeze on it. Because it's always about growing the platform that is straight to tape, that is S2T Media. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and get started. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you know how we do. We like to get things started by taking a look at some of the biggest news storylines of the week. And a portion of the show that we like to call the headline Grab. Nice. So, where should we start? Why don't we start with the uh, latest news that dropped yesterday? <laughs> Billionaire Elon this Musk one. buys Twitter. Twitter. This is not all cash, right? Isn't this like bitcoins and all other types of shit? I don't know how you do it. Who knows how he's going to finance it? Well, actually, he was one of the, you know, 
in a couple of deals that he made, he became the, you know, he became one of the biggest shareholders in on Twitter. Okay. And then he pretty much made them a take it or leave it offer last week of uh, 44 billion uh, to, you know, to buy it pretty much gave, you know, pretty much gave him a week to think about it. And mm. as of yet, you know, and as of yesterday, the deal, you know, the, the you know, they, they pretty much accepted the deal. That's some gangster shit, yo. Now, um, one thing, you know, and Elon Elon Musk has been a critic of the uh, of, of the platform, okay, and and he said that he says that he wants to make this platform uh, better, especially as it relates to freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. Okay, so panel. What do you think about the quote unquote richest man in the world uh buying a platform for the purpose for the quote unquote purpose of freedom of speech? Well, the first thing he's gonna do is take it back as a private company so he doesn't have shareholders to answer to. Um and I haven't been on Twitter that long, like as long as I've been on Facebook or even Instagram, but um, just reading through comments, Twitter used to be a lot worse as far as hate speech and all those degenerative things that Twitter tries to um, deter. Uh, it was a lot worse as far as those things were concerned back in its inception. Um, so a lot of people are like, oh, it's just going to go back to that. I'm good with that. I don't know what that consists of. You guys can talk, speak on it if you've been, you were on Twitter back then, but um, it's a major move. You don't really see a lot of companies going from public to private. Um, and, and and that's all so that he doesn't have to uh, speak to the board or speak to his shareholders and he can make any changes that he wants and, and do what he wants. Um, and, I, and and honestly, I, I don't think it's going to really affect the number of subscribers. I really don't think so. Um, but time will tell. Yeah, I mean, I look, I've seen, I mean, I've seen plenty of people complaining, okay, uh, you know, about the deal. All right. Um, you know, and I've also, of course, you know, when something like this goes down, you of course are going to see the threats about I'm going to jump off, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm turning off my Twitter account, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. I know the way I look at it because I mean I've been you know I've been on Twitter since 2009 now, 2000 you know I, I you know I I jumped on Twitter you know I jumped on Twitter uh, back before 2010. I mean I do use it as a you know to me. It's a good source of news if you are following credible news sources. sources right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's with any platform now. Exactly. Exactly. Um I'm take look, I'm just gonna take it as wait and see. All right. right. It's the old to me, it's the only smart way, it's the only smart way to uh to do it. Because you know, I'm you know, because we're already living in such a reactionary society. Mm-hmm. Why am I going to, I'm not going to be reactionary about this. I want to see what he's able to do. Cause right. look, does Twitter need to be cleaned up? Yeah, it does. People, you know, people do get outrageous. I know I'm not going to lie. I'm, you know, I've never been suspended, but I've, you know, I've gotten outrageous before, you know, I've, I, you know, I don't, I've said I don't some, believe you. No, I've said some wrong. I've said some wrong. 
look, 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 I've said some wrong things to some, you know, to, you know, to, to people, you know, on, on Twitter, you know, uh, there, there was a certain comedian, you know, the, not a comedian, sorry, there's a certain commentator who, you know, I might have, you know, in the past, you know, made a derogatory <laughs> comment about her and her, you know, and her involvement with Jimmy Walker, but that's besides the point. That's besides the point. Okay. I, you know, I, I still, you know, it's still freedom of speech. Yes. But at the same time, you know, you gotta be, you, sometimes you do have to be mindful of what you say. And I'm just curious to see what he's. So my do. question is mm-hmm. why not let the people say what they're going to say? Because we all know that freedom of speech is not free. Right. That's true. Yeah. So all of these deterrents and sanctions on people when they say things and the algorithm completely takes it out of context most of the time. But when people are really being derogatory towards someone, there are often swift ramifications of what the for what they've said. Right. So let them say that shit. Let them say it. And then they get found and fired and all of that stuff because it happens in the blink of an eye nowadays. Mm-hmm. They will find you. They will find your job. They will find the your if you are self-employed, they will find the people you contract with on the internet. So go ahead and say all of it. And then you pay the price. Um, but it is what it is. I mean, well, yeah, that, that part. Whole. It it, it kind of remains to be seen as far as like you know what's going to happen uh, to people who inevitably um, are going to start talking reckless now. You know what I mean? If if things right. if things open up, you know, like 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 Perry said, we're kind of in wait and see mode, but we can see where this uh, could potentially open the door for an influx of people that decided to leave the platform yeah. because of the banning of a certain political figure. And um, who said you know, he's not was, coming back? He doesn't care who owns it. That's what uh, well, Donnie T uh-huh. said. I, know, I don't believe I it. Know, I don't, I don't believe it. That's another wait and see thing. Everybody's sitting mm-hmm. there like, Oh snap. He, he about to come back boy. But, um, but yeah, I mean, People gonna start talking reckless. Let let them let them say you know because we we can't get mad because it's freedom of speech, right? But again, oh. speech isn't so free because there are consequences for the things that you say. So just let let these people right. give them a little rope and let them hang themselves. Correcto, as it were. And and how free? How really free is freedom of speech when you look at? I'm sorry, when you look at the owners of the platforms. Okay, I mean you have you have Elon Musk who owns Twitter. Okay, you have, uh, you know, you have Jeff Bezos who owns the, you know, who owns the Washington Post. Okay, mm-hmm. you, you know, you know, you have, you know, you have uh, Zuckerberg who, you know, who owns the platform that you, one of the platforms that you see that mm-hmm. you know that you see straight to tape on now with right. Facebook. Okay? We can't, so, we can't make them lose their jobs. No, <laughs> right. The Twitter research department or the internet research department cannot make them lose their jobs. So you're exactly right, Perry. There's a that that whole freedom and uh, what what you'll pay for what you say is uh, dependent on your uh, level in society, I guess, and your your income and the power that you hold. Tico, man, you know me, man. 
I, I, you know, I've been talking this shit from 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 the jump, bro. I've been talking this shit since we started this whole shebang, bro. About you know what I'm saying, freedom of speech, about censorship, and all this other stuff. Yeah, it might have been jokes, and people might have thought I was just on some fucking damn other shit. But nah, <laughs> I mean, what can I say? I mean, I'm, I've said it all. I've already said it all. But yet, and still, people still, you know, I, dude. I mean, <laughs> shit. Dude, it's not freedom. It can't be freedom of speech if somebody owns the whole shit. It it can't do that. And even if that's the case, you like 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 Rob said, it's going to be a a, a a fluctuation of bullshit again. That motherfucker is going to have to damn swim through to get to the fucking truth. You know what I'm saying? So I really don't know what he's going to do with it. I I just know that he has the power to fucking damn you know what I'm saying record everybody's shit. I don't do Twitter. Because you know what I'm saying, Twitter's one of them, one of those apps you got to be on it like constantly. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not winning and I'm not gonna give it that much power. I've already given Facebook like, you know what I'm saying, my left arm and leg. So, you know what I'm saying? So and fucking damn Instagram already got my damn right foot. You know what I'm saying? So I can't get the rest of myself to Twitter, man. I can't do it. But you know, I don't it's gonna be very interesting. It's gonna be it's, it's, it's gonna be interesting the way that, you know what I'm saying. What can you say? What can't you say? What's going to get you in trouble? What's not going to get you in trouble? I don't think, I think he's going to clear all those boundaries away. It's going to be the interpersonal interactions that we're going to see. And so are you, so, so, you, so you, he, he believes in free speech, right? Right. So he's going to like all the algorithms. Like today, I got a notification. We've covered up a video and on Facebook, we've covered up the video because it contains sensitive data. And I look long, old, at the old shit, date. Right? It was 2016. That's that what I'm saying. That's fucking six years ago. If That's what I'm saying. On, so I think he's going to clear away all of those boundaries and let people just interact how they're going to interact. But what a lot of people fail to realize is that people are a whole lot more brave when they're behind their keyboard or on their phone than they are in real life. Right? So if we were in a town square or a, a, a not town square a town um town hall meeting hall meeting you probably wouldn't say to me what you're gonna say to me on twitter so it's gonna be oh. interesting to see if he does that how that how that no 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 hold, hold, hold on hold on k k k nice segue you yeah, that was a beautiful. That was, was a it? beautiful. I didn't even beautiful mean it. Yes. It ain't mean, you didn't even mean it. That's why I pointed. That's why I pointed. It. 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 it was so natural. It was so natural. A segue <laughs> into our next headline. Mike Tyson punches passenger after being harassed. <laughs> That's a good you. headline. You pushed it. You, yeah. you got a good headline because a lot of them were just so baiting. A lot of those headlines were baiting, and I don't... Yeah. Look, Mike should have pushed that dude in the face like Look, that. I'm telling you, However, we, we don't... Yo, we don't, we're not even going to go in... We don't do the clickbait here on Straight to Tape, okay? Right. You know, I'm going to bring it as real as can be. So, yeah. courtesy of TMZ Sports, okay? Uh, Mike Tyson was on a plane. He was on his way to a uh, a a four twenty gathering in Miami, where he actually got it with Rick Ross and the Nature Boy Ric Flair. And he yeah. was on a plane, and 
Say it. Well, hey, this is what happened. This is George talking to Mike Tyson, bro. This shit crazy, bro. Mike Tyson. <laughs> My dog done got lit, man. He over here rapping with Tyson. Mike Tyson trying to give us some shrooms. <laughs> you don't know how to act. Tyson looking out, man. This shit crazy. He should have never gave you his money. Hey, 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 Mike, Mike, come on, let's go stop back, there's a man. JetBlue, net flight, my boy just got beat up by Mike Tyson, turn that way, yeah, he got f***ed up, just trying to ask for an autograph, man, I don't know what happened. But don't you laugh at a story switch, okay, don't you laugh at a story switch. He was just asking for an autograph. Mm-hmm. No, he wasn't. So, he was behind his ass, man, doing all this other shit, man. Mm-hmm. Man, you know, is that really Mike Tyson's quote that he wrote? You know what I'm saying? Or the did somebody just probably internet. put that there? Huh? What? About what? the internet? That everything's all good until you get punched in the face by Mike Tyson? Yeah. Nah, he was like, no, no, not that one. Not that one. No, I know that one. I'm talking about the one he says that nobody's, you know what I'm saying? Held responsible for this damn keyboard fucking shit, Cowboy and you get punched shit, in the yeah. face. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ignoring it, so some some to that loose to that to that effect. I don't know. I don't look at that right now. But um, so again, Mike Tyson should not have beat that man like that over getting on his nerves. Well, well, key actually. How, however, however, that were, you go ahead. You're sorry, in constant. You're continually over the course of I don't know how many minutes invading this man's personal space you know he's mike tyson so you know i get my conspiracy theorist brain from rob thornton back 30 years ago somehow <laughs> i feel like you wanted to take this l so you could see we get some money like there's no other right. reason for you right. poking a bear like that you knew you were gonna get that l you you know we have known mike tyson for four fucking decades yo you knew you were gonna get that. You knew you were gonna get that, and you kept poking, 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 poking. I wish that Mike had the restraint to not punch that dude in the face. I received no gratitude from him watching him punch the dude in the face. Which but sometimes you just gotta leave shit alone, yo. And his he he ain't crying in the video. I mean, in the at the end of the video, he's like, "Yo, my man got beat up by Mike Tyson." And he actually turns his head. And points to the scar that he has. Like, he's proud of that shit. Yo, social media has corrupted this whole fucking society. It really has. But, Key, but, Key. I guess some good laughs off of it, but damn. Key, that was restraint, okay? That was restraint. Because, I mean, if you really pay attention to the punches that Mike Mike is throwing, those were lightweight punches that he was throwing. Yeah, man. It could have been a whole... I don't know. I think I think those punch. I don't know that Mike was holding back in in as much as he was restricted by the confines of the the, um, right. Right. He couldn't get his punches off like he wanted to. You know what I'm saying? If y'all was in the aisle, that boy would be in the ground. Yeah. But but can I share can I share something with you when we're talking about restraint? A couple of weeks ago, Mike Tyson was in was in a 
comedy club and this happened to him look at what happened to him in the comedy club Wait a minute, 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 wait a minute. So Not, I know what you about to say. I know what you about to say. And Mike can't even move. He moved. Of course person was like, oh. No. Nope. He pulled out the gun and got to walk back and give Mike Tyson the hug he wanted. Exactly. Exactly. Key, you got key. You got to remember. People are crazy. Mike Tyson used to be a stick-up kid. He ain't scared of no motherfucking gun. He ain't scared of no motherfucking gun. He look, you 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 said exactly right. He sat in the same fucking spot. He did not move at and all. And not move and watch that dude. That dude pulled out a piece and he looked at him like what? You know what I'm saying? Like, no, all you heard, fuck? all you heard was furniture moving because motherfuckers. That's all you like, heard, yo, 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 gun, 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 right, right, bro, man, yo, yo, people keep on, man. I mean, but then again. This is a test to people that are out here claiming that they're going to be bosses or they claiming that they, you know what I'm saying, they hire up on some whatever, whatever, that you, if you want to stay on top, man, you really going to have to, like, mind your motherfucking P's and Q's, yo. I mean, I get it. I really understand. He getting ready to go smoke the fuck out. He about to make some motherfucking money off his motherfucking weed he got, that strain of weed he got. You know what I'm saying? He probably ain't get the smoke yet. You know what I'm saying? The same man was trying to give him some shrooms on the plane. So evidently he hit him before he got on the plane. So he's feeling some type of way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've yeah. been there. I've bottom been line, there. Bottom line is yeah. really though, you really got to stop fucking with people. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Stop right. invading people. people's personal space. They are people. Right. Stop invading exactly. people's personal space. Stop stop messing with people. You know what I'm saying? Stop trying to, you know, come up on social media. You know, like stop trying viral. to get yep. be a be a highlight reel and go viral because it'll um often get your ass kicked or worse. So exactly. So look, how do you, how do you deal with the how do you deal with those? Cause you know, we've all seen concerts where the fan you have one of those fans, you know what I'm saying? How 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 can you for us, you know what I'm saying? We deal with folks like that all the time. So for us, not just, we, we don't get, you know, celebrities shocked like that per se. Look, but, it, but just in case, but, but, what, but how do you, how can you really protect yourself from that fan that's that, 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 that hardcore fucking, because they're there? Look, uh, I'll the say teacher. this, Pico. You tell the teacher. I'll, yeah, exactly. I'll say <laughs> this. Let Look, let security take care of it. All right. And for Matthew Townsend, I know you just went ahead and lawyered up. You know, now we see where that goes. Good luck with that. Ladies and gentlemen, that was our headline grab. Now, uh, we do have a guest. You know how you know how we are in straight to tape. We love our guest. Okay. 
So look, ladies and gentlemen, uh, our guest today is a civil rights attorney who specializes in disability rights. And it's currently, is currently running for the North Carolina State Senate representing District 13. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us in the S2T virtual studios, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Linda Grafstein to Straight to Tape. Welcome. How are you today? Hello. Hello. I'm great. I'm great. Thank you. I've been enjoying listening to the headlines. So (laughs) to hear what's going on in in the world. In this crazy world that we have. And look, speaking of, I'll say this, speaking of crazy world, the first thing that I do need to ask you is what what has inspired you to run for uh, the North Carolina, you know, North Carolina State Senate, you know, to to, uh, introduce, please introduce, uh, you know, introduce yourself to our audience and, you know, why you're running. Well, thanks. I, I appreciate the question. <clears throat> I take off these glaring glasses. <clears throat> so, yeah, I, so I've, as you said, I've been a civil rights lawyer for 26, going on 27 years, and I haven't fixed everything yet. So I thought, let me um, let me try to do it a different way. So uh, the issues that I've been working on over all that time have been things of economic uh, justice for workers, uh, racial justice issues in terms of discrimination, voting rights, disability rights, um, health care issues. So these are all really pressing issues right now. And so when the seat came open, it's an open seat. And, um, you know, the opportunity came up to try to run for a position that maybe I could try to make some difference in those areas that I care a lot about. I, I thought it was it was time to go ahead and do that. So I, I just filed a run and, and here I am. Oh. So like one of those middle of the night thoughts, like... <laughs> I know. That's what, I have those, though. Yeah. Well, it was more like somebody called to, you know, they they have the, it's an organization called Aliens List that recruits progressive women candidates. And they um they actually called me and, and asked if I was interested. And I said, well, obviously not. Why would I do something stupid like that? But then I did have, <laughs> then I had the middle of the night fall thought of like, right. you know, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe I not? could do it. Uh, we talk a lot about on the show about like how the policy has been removed from politics. It's all about like moral compass now, which is so subjective and relative. Mm-hmm. Um, will you combat that? How will you combat that? If so, well, I mean, I, I think moral compass has a place, right? But I think where, yeah, but where we are is the, you know, we we don't have that. The moral compass that I think is lost is the idea that you know government is about helping people and that we're you know government is supposed to be an effort that we all put you know, our, our work together and our money together when we do things like roads and schools and things that are for the public good. So all these public goods that that are really for the common good, that we're losing sight of that. It's begun to be about different kinds of morals or different kinds of issues that really have nothing to do with morality and have to do with trying to hold power by demonizing other people. So, you know, I, I think, I think, you know, I'm, I'm a Democrat, um, surprise but um so i think those of us on the left have sort of lost the moral the moral code language and the people on the right you know use that as a wedge um you know to to make things into morality issues that are really just about you know driving people apart and um you know kind of these straw man arguments to distract from what's really happening which is that you know rich people are getting richer the wealth divide is growing and things are more polarized than they've ever been so you know i think there's a moral response to that and um you know that's that's kind of my my sense of things is that we really need to re, you know reclaim that that perspective and reclaim the mantle of the of being 
the moral majority, I guess, mm-hmm. for lack of a better word. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a terrible phrase. I'll have to yeah. I'll have to workshop something different, but you know. <laughs> let me let me let me ask you. So you deal with um, voting rights and um, uh, and discrimination on voting rights. Being here in North Carolina, you know. <laughs> so. Uh, could you give me like, like could you give us some examples of like what's going on like like that that you've seen here in North Carolina is, per se because I think people tend to um they see it and they hear it you know but sometimes people just like it, it can't it, it can't happen here right right I ha- like all of us have <laughs> IDs right we never really think about what it takes for people that can't don't have access to that even if they're providing it for free it takes a shift in thought to understand that everyone doesn't have the same access that you have yeah. um, to understand why the laws being put in place are so detrimental to a certain group of people. Right. Yeah. And there's, and there's a lot of, you know, uh, overlap and intersectionality. So a lot of the people with disabilities that I work with, you know, there's a huge overlap between disability and poverty, which is a barrier to, you know, getting to the place to get the free ID, right? And maybe you have to go back again and then you've got to find, you know, a birth certificate or this or that. And, um, you know, so so there are lots of barriers to actually getting something that's supposed to be free. But also like the, the whole point is, why are we putting barriers in front of people's ability to vote? It doesn't make any sense, right? So um, that's that's an area of, you know, voter ID is something that the people have seen that's it's kind of above the, um, you know, above the fold in the newspapers and it's on in, in the stories and things like that. And then, of course, there's gerrymandering, which is really about, you know, de- depleting some people's voting power. Um, and then we also have things like, you know, prison gerrymandering, where you actually have, you know, there are prisons mm-hmm. in the state that are in rural areas and the people in those prisons cannot vote, but they are counted toward the population in the census for that area and what what power that area has. Oh, so wow, look- I did not know that. How, how is that? How is that? How is that? How is that? Because they made it so. It's wrong. Right. Exactly. And so and so instead of like counting people in their home communities when they when they do when they look at census numbers to figure out where the voting power is going to be, you know, instead you and, and of course most of the prisons in North Carolina are in rural areas because they're jobs magnets and things like that. And it's cheaper to house people in those in you know in rural areas. And so yeah, they're they're counted in in that community instead of their home communities, and so it does deplete. It pulls voting power out of home communities, and it's all wow. kinds of negative incentives for you wow. know, for decarceration, right? Because right. It, you know if you're keeping people in prison, apart from all the other reasons why why that's feeding systems, uh, it's also feeding kind of an electoral. Um, Man, I love this podcast right here, boy. I tell you, boy, if I don't something come up with this thing, boy, I don't, you know. I, let me tell you, man. You just put the wow in me. Good gracious, my! I never even, I, you know, I have never, I hadn't even thought about that. You know what I'm saying, man? That is crazy, yo. Oh my god. I mean, I, do you feel better off that you know that now? I don't know. It's it's, no, it's sort of something else. No, I feel I mean, so sadder. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know. I, but, but it does put, knowledge. It puts yeah. context. Yeah. It puts context on why things happen you know uh, for a district or you know the reason why things are shifting in the district got a question for you uh miss grafstein um Mm -hmm. one one type of bill that we've been seeing come up in other state houses florida florida major example the don't say gay bill okay uh 
do you uh, do you foresee uh, having to deal with having to deal with this law or a law similar to that going through the North Carolina Senate? I do. And I, you know, I think any any state is going to see it when you have, particularly when you have a Republican majority. Um, and actually, this might have been on Twitter. I hate to bring up Twitter again, but I saw something earlier today, and I have to go back and look for it, where there's some national conference going on, and there are North Carolina legislators, Republican legislators, who are who are putting on a, a presentation about legislating like Florida. <laughs> so like, there's an aspiration to be like Florida in some circles. And, you know, these these bills like the Don't Say Gay bill and other kinds of progressive bills, they all kind of originate nationally in some of the national organizations, and then they filter into the individual state legislatures. So this is, you know, it's a coordinated effort in a lot of these areas. And, of course, this is an, something where uh, it's it's absolutely a straw man argument. It's it's, it's the culture wars, that there's the returning of the culture wars to get people agitated about things that aren't really happening, right? There's no indoctrination going on in schools. Um, you know, th- these are very, very harmful bills that um, that are just um, meant for political gain. And there it's literally harming people. The, the suicide rate or the and the attempted suicide rate among LGBTQ youth is going up. Um, and it's it's shameful that um, that these things are happening. But even, you know, I, I think if, if the governor's veto is sustained, you know, in it would be this year uh, and certainly going forward in, in, pre, in the next election, if uh, if the, there's still a Republican majority, the governor would veto any of those kinds of bills. But just the fact that we're talking about it, it's in the news and you're, you know, you're 13, 14, 15 trying to figure out how to come out. And this mm-hmm. is going on. It's, it's a terrible um, it's a terrible environment to be yep. in. And I just feel for these kids today. Imperial, absolutely, because we had right. we had the whole run in with the bathroom bill, right? Right, and I'm saying that as com- some, I'm saying that as somebody who came out in 1982, which was also not a great time, but uh, right now it's really, you know, it's, yeah. it's just very, it's such a fever pitch. But at least, at least you didn't have people in the media hating on you. Do you know what I mean? Right. So mm-hmm. it's a much different time now. Yeah, different, bad in a different way. <laughs> right? right, it's different bad. Yeah, yeah, different bad. <laughs> so I was reading that uh, that um. <laughs> You were uh, that you went up and uh, tried to get uh, Jesse Helms out of uh, out the seat there. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm a devil's advocate. I'm, I'm a devil's advocate on this on this show here, and I have no, said no, on numerous not. occasions that if Jesse Helms was still alive and he was running, I'd vote for him just for the simple fact that he loves North Carolina. I know he don't like blacks and Hispanics and anything in that color, but damn it, he loves North Carolina. <laughs> All right. I don't know where to go with that, but okay. Well, either. I, I, I was just, that was my joke because I'm the comedian on the show. Because I remember, I remember, I remember as being a young child uh, when TV went off mm-hmm. at 12. Right. Uh, he would, he had his own little show uh, when when you know when, when when TV was about to go off and yeah he, he exactly told everybody exactly how he felt about everybody <laughs> but he did love North Carolina uh, as, far, as far as far as the farmers and as far as all that other stuff uh, I appreciate what you did uh, kudos to that. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying oh, yeah, yeah. No, but no, I'm 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 actually glad Tico brought that up. Okay, you campaigned for Harvey Gantt. Yeah, Gantt. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, I, I want to be clear. I I was a low level volunteer. They gave me a stack of flyers, and I went door to door and tried to and tried to convince people to vote. And I'd been in North Carolina, you know, just a few months at that point. And so, um, 
it seemed pretty obvious to me that Harvey Gantt was going to win. So I was working my butt off, just sort of door to door every day at work. And um, so, you know, but, and I believed in it and, uh, but it, it was definitely a wake up call for me that, um, you know, that just because somebody uh, seems to be the better candidate and seems to really um, have the kind of heart that he has that, you know, uh, that he, that he didn't necessarily win. Um, but it was quite shocking because I went home after the polls closed to go change, to go to the victory party and the, the, the race had been called already. So it was very disappointing, but it was a spark for me to go, to go to law school and to try to do some different things, um, you know, with my career that, uh, that, you know, have kind of led me to down the paths that I've been down. So I'm, I'm thankful for that. And I'm sorry that I didn't hit enough doors for Harvey Gantt in 1990. Right, well, you... North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. exactly. But uh, um, definitely an uphill battle. <laughs> um, and, and I got to bring this up because it's you know this is 2022, and it's it's a midterm, and it's not a presidential, you know, it's not a presidential election year. Uh, talk to our folks about the importance of being engaged uh, civically and especially with your vote during this period when we don't have a main event, so to speak, like right. a presidential election. Still make it or break it. Right. No, absolutely. It's it's critical to be engaged. And first of all, when it's a low turnout year, your vote matters more than ever. And it also matters, by the way, even if you always vote and that's great to tell your friends, you know, not just go vote, but like, here's some information. You can go to the League of Women Voters. They have a voter guide. All the newspapers have voter guides where you can, you know, you can read people's stuff in the same place or whatever. So it's, it's also, you know, reaching out to people. And, you know, a lot of people don't know who to vote for and haven't done the research. So that means you can go grab some more votes <laughs> by, by mm-hmm. telling your friends, I've, re- I've researched and here are the people that we want to be for. Um, and there are a lot of good um, groups that endorse. So, and I'll just make a pitch that I've gotten, you know, all the major endorsements of like the Sierra Club and Equality North Carolina and the, you know, Wake County Voter Education Coalition and uh, Raleigh Wake Citizens Association and, and um, you know, AFL-CIO labor. So you can look at whatever organizations you're affiliated with and, and find out like who supports your, your issues. But in terms of engagement, it, it really is critical. And like, it's a good practice to get in, uh, to get into to vote in primaries, because that's actually where you have the most influence. And if you kind of don't like, um, you know, the way your party is going, if you don't like, um, you know, uh, the the lack of uh, involvement, then then this is a great, you know, kind of ground floor to get in on and um, and take your friends. So, you know, this is it. It's time to go do it. Right. Um, can we ask about your platform? Yeah. What, uh, you know, you're, you know, you're running. Uh, you're getting the endorsements. As a candidate, what do you stand for? Thanks. So the the top three priorities I've been running on, one is economic and racial justice, which includes things like affordable housing, public education, public transit, uh, because we need to have, you know, a sound economy requires that we have access to these public goods. People need to be able to get to work. They need, uh, you know, decent places to live. Um, the second part of my platform is healthcare. You know, we obviously we need to expand Medicaid. That's long overdue. I also work in the behavioral healthcare with mental illness and developmental disabilities. Uh, and then reproductive freedom is also part of healthcare. And then the third issue is voting rights, which we've already talked about. Getting rid of this gerrymandering system, trying to trying to install a, a nonpartisan electoral um, map commission, um, and then also just you know increasing access to voting. Because one of the things we didn't talk about earlier is, in addition to like getting in people's way by putting voter ID and other barriers in place, 
you know, we also are underfunding specific areas in terms of voting. So there are certain there are lines in some precincts and not lines in other precincts, and we need to equitably fund our voting system. So those are kind of my three big um, three big things that I've been talking about. I like it. Great. Yes, yes, yes. Now, early voting starts on the 28th, is it? Thursday, yes. Starts this coming Thursday. Uh, Primary, you know, uh, the the primaries is on the 17th. Right, May 17th. Yep, which, you know, which if you know which, of course, you know if you win the first round, you move on to the general election. Right. So, um, so you're in the uh, matrix, Perry. You're in the matrix, Perry. You're in the matrix, bro. <laughs> yeah, do something about it. So, Ms. Grafstein, uh, I wanted to ask you: Do you? Um, as an attorney, we were talking about uh, political affiliation earlier. Um, uh, do you believe that uh, expanding the Supreme Court is a way to kind of uh, mitigate stacking the uh, Supreme Court in the favor of any particular party, one or the other? Um, I don't know. And I really haven't studied that issue on the national level and, and really thought much about it. Um, you know, we have a we have a favorable Supreme Court in North Carolina. And actually, if I'm going to use your question as a, as a way to say we need to keep that Supreme Court. Um, and we have two two seats up this year. You know, if one of the things that we've um, that we know is that because we had a Democratic Supreme Court, that's why we got better maps uh, in our state. But also there are a lot of our personal freedoms are going to be kind of on, on the line after Roe v. Wade gets taken down and things like that. We need, we need a Supreme Court in place in North Carolina to protect individual rights. But in terms of expanding this, the U.S. Supreme Court, I'm a little wary of that because like, you know, it's already too political and I think it just ratchets up the, the politics of it. Um, you know, I don't know what the answer is, and I and I wish I had a solution for you, but um, mm. you know, I'm not sure. Like making it more political by adding seats is the right thing. It's um, but uh, you know, I don't really have a strong feeling about it one way or the other. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I see the value of it because you know, so much harm has been done by by filling seats with people who are unqualified and and refusing to fill seats when they were when they were vacant for a year. So you know, there's there's a moral argument for it. It's just a little bit fraught, I think. Right. Do you think North Carolina? You think we're well, Riley can say because I'm here uh, and I'm a teacher. Do you think that you know what I'm saying? Uh, that they'll probably let that stranglehold go on not having uh, uh, unions here. Um, I think that's going to be a long road. You know, we, you know, in North Carolina, for those who don't know, we don't we don't allow public sector unions, which which means that you can have great organizations like North Carolina Association of Edu- Educators who work really hard for, te- for you know, teachers and other educators, but they have limited ability to, to bargain. So I don't know, if, you know, in, in the short term, no, we won't have that go away while we have Republican control, um, but we can build back the, you know, the power to do that. We also have a right to work law in the state, which basically kind of makes it harder to unionize because you can have free riders. So you can't make somebody join a union if they, if they go to work in a union shop. Um, so, you know, my son, my son works at UPS and he joined the Teamsters and uh, I made sure he was paying his dues because you can free ride and get the benefits, but that's not, you know, that's not a great way to build up unions. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's what's it. So uh, let me just, just random, uh, thinking of stuff off the top. So where where, you, where do you stand on uh, issues involving the Second Amendment? So... Shut up. Uh, that ain't <laughs> random. <laughs> Not I mean, for you. 
You guys were talking about the First Amendment earlier. We can talk about the Second Amendment. Well, then I guess we'll, we'll move on to the Scroll down a There are no soldiers quartered in my house, for sure. Um, so, the uh, you know, I, I believe we need better control on on guns. You know, I, I appreciate that people have a Second Amendment right, amendment right that the Supreme Court has recognized. But I also, you know, we there's just so much gun violence and it's completely out of control. So we're we have so much rage, like we were talking about earlier. Uh, in society, the, you know, the combination of rage and guns is just not great, um, obviously. So, uh, you know, I, I'm in favor of, you know, laws around, you know, safe storage and, um, you know, uh, background checks and red flag laws and things like that, as long as we're not, you know, demonizing people with mental illness. But that's a whole other story. So, you know, I think we need to have some common sense restrictions. We're, we're not going to get really strong gun um, legislation in, in the current political climate, but we can, you know, we may be able to get some other kind of things that might save a few lives um, in, in the in the meantime, but you know I, right. I, I'm very much in favor of reeling in where we are with guns. Okay. Look, ladies and gentlemen, April twenty eighth, early voting. Make Get sure your you're out to vote. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Make sure you're out to vote. Uh, Lisa Grafstein, I want to thank you for yes, thank you. Uh, for for coming on straight to tape and and talking to the people. You know, I, I'll say this. You know, a, a lot of times, you know, voters, you know, don't feel that their that their politicians or representatives are accessible. Okay, uh, one of the reasons why we have a platform like this is so that we you know so that we can have dialogue have conversation and especially have straight talk you know with with those that you know that represent us or are aspiring to represent us so look we definitely want to thank you for coming on straight to tape and good luck in the primary definitely good luck in the primary thank you all so much i really appreciate you and i enjoyed hanging out a little bit no problem. Come Thank back you. anytime. All right. Yes, thanks. yes, yes, yes. You need somebody to curse for you. Keisha will do it for you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What was that? Keenan and Pale. What was that? Keenan and Pale when they had the, uh, the, uh, the interpreter? Yeah. Was that was, him or was that, that Keenan and Pale? Yeah, that was Keenan. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, that was Keenan Pill uh, with the uh, Obama interpreter. Obama. Yeah. yeah, with Obama, Obama uh, anger interpreter. <laughs> anger or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's classic. That's classic. That's but look, but look, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, look, this and I look. I meant it when I said it. I mean, this is what. This is one of the reasons why we are here with straight to tape. Okay. I mean, yes, we're going to have insightful conversations. We're going to have those, you know, funny conversations. You know, Tico's going to do those things that might get us, you know, that, that might might get us banned from platforms. But either way, but either way, you know, we're here to have those conversations and bring those folks on, you know, to engage. All right. That 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 that, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. And, and, and since I brought his name up, Tico. Yes. Speaking of stuff that Look, might get us banned. Yeah, yeah. Speaking about stuff that might get us banned. Uh, Tigo, do you have anything weird for us today, bro? You know what? I do. As a matter of fact, I 
Dude. Oh my God! All right, ladies and Ms. gentlemen. Miss Lisa's still listening, y'all. Miss Lisa's still listening to us. Uh, oh no! Yeah. Oh, get, 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 let's let's keep it trail, ladies and gentlemen. Let's keep it trail, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's time for Tico's Theater of the Lisa Weird Years Now. Weird, 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 <laughs> weird, weird, super weird, super fucking weird. Yo. As I was sitting at home on a Saturday morning and um, I just happened to turn the television on and what do you see? It's freaking cartoons. I'm like, on a Saturday? On a Saturday? Saturday? On a Saturday. Same and they weren't word. educational. They weren't educational. No, not educational at all. Matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, matter of fact, I was watching Spider-Man and his amazing friends. The old wow. Firestarter, wow. Firestorm, and, and, and Iceman. Yeah, that, those, those two. <laughs> Is that the so, one with the episode where the he tells the boy that I was actually seeing the yeah. episode where he tells the boy in the blind school? Yeah, he was going to die. Yeah, and told the dude he was dead. He was like, yeah. I, yeah, all my life for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a yeah. That was a sad situation. But anyway, um, as I was watching cartoons, I said, "You know what? This would be a great time to go into my kitchen, grab a big bowl of cereal. I mean, like the big bowl, like your mixing bowl, like the one your mom used to mix uh, cakes yeah. with. You know, the ones your mom would tell you, boy, you better put that damn bowl back. Get you a regular bowl. I'm talking about the big bowl." A cereal. I could picture your mother saying that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So as I was sitting here pouring my uh, cinnamon toast crunch, I was pouring my cinnamon toast crunch. I get an uh, alert on my phone that there's a cereal out there that's giving everybody the squirts. Oh God. Let me yes, get my finger ready. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. It is not so lucky charms. Not so lucky charms is giving people diarrhea and fucking them up. It's magically shitty delicious. That's what they're saying. So you can have your what? Uh, uh, green clovers and blue diamonds and brown shits. I don't know. But they're taking a recall of all. Well, no, they're not. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're not taking a recall because Lucky Charms has done nothing but give the people that are sick coupons off on their next box of cereal. Uh, so, so all you all that have been out there fasting for Passover, or you know what I'm saying, you're going through that. Yeah. Uh, that, 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 that fast cycle of, uh, of of healthiness. What's that new fast key where everybody's just fasting where they're not eating shit until like one time a day and you know what I'm saying? They're just losing fucking weight. Whatever that fucking damn shit is. I don't know what you're talking about. Intermittent well, fasting. Some, yeah, some fasting. No, well, this is this some kind of healthy fast that's going on right now. So this is a fad fast. Fad fast. Uh, yeah, just take your big spoonful of damn Lucky Charms and go ahead and shit that right on out. So... There you go. Ladies and gentlemen. Tico's 
theater of the weird. Is she, is she delicious? <sighs> uh, so I guess behind, I guess be, I guess on the other side of the rainbow would be a toilet bowl for you. <laughs> uh, Kay, thank you, Kay, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, yo, baby, hit him with a verse, please. Hit him with a I verse. I don't really have anything after that, but you got um, to, you got to clean our palate, clean our palate. Go vote. That's it. Like, seriously, go vote. People, like Perry said, we don't have a big, uh, heavy-hitting main event for this voting cycle. But these times are what shapes what happens in your community, in your neighborhood, in your city, county, state, with your schools. So it's important that you research your candidates and make sure that you go and vote. Yeah. 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 It's super yeah, it it's super hush hush other than the stupid ass political right. commercials on um, right now. But y'all, for real. Go do your that's, civic duty, do your research and cast your vote. April seventeenth. And the key thing there is do your research. Okay. Yes. Do your research. Do your research. Uh, because, yeah, I mean, every voting cycle is an important voting cycle now exactly. more than ever. So we have to be vigilant about that, guys. OK, uh, you know, if your cousin John John get locked up all the damn time by Judge What's the face and you can't stand Judge What's the face, go vote. Get What's the face out. Let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all a quick story. Let me tell y'all a quick story that completely affects this. So there has been a serious rash of car rambling throughs and thefts in my neighborhood, particularly on my street. I live on a super long street, and I live in the cul-de-sac on the end. My house is here. My next door neighbor had a car stolen the same night that two houses around in our cul-de-sac had that car stolen. The next week, the house, two houses around, these kids, and they're a bunch of kids, came back and stole their other car. They are using, like, loose keys for, like, Hondas and Toyotas and the signal amplifier for the uh, push-start cars. What we found out is that two years ago, the law that's made by the legislators that you vote for changed such that these kids do not go to jail. The guy that stole the two cars over there, he has 60 car theft charges and he is 16 or 17 years old. 60? Six zero car Damn. theft charges and he is one six or one seven years old. What happens is that they get charged, they get probation, house arrest for a few months, and release. I mean, they get released back to their parents and house arrest for a few months, and then probation for a longer period of time. So they know they're not going to jail, so they just go out and steal more cars. Like the neighbor who had his car stolen, he's been all like, he is like Matlock. He has gone all through, found all these kids, 
looked at all their TikToks. They don't even, they're not even smart enough to sell the shit to a chop shop as much as used car parts cost right now. They just make TikTok videos and stand on top of the car and bash the cars and bash in the windows and bash in the taillights and the headlights so they can make TikTok videos because they know they're not going to jail. The laws aren't protecting you as an owner. The Castle Doctrine law, it doesn't protect you really in North Carolina. We saw that a few weeks ago with the guy in Cary. And they're not helping the parents of these kids do whatever needs to be done to get these kids out of this vicious cycle. So it is super important that you go and do your research and vote for people that are going to help you along your path. Exactly. Because it's your child, man. Those, those 60, best believe those 60s are still on paper. When he hits when he hits 17.5 and when that 5 hits 18, all of that's going to roll over, y'all. Yeah, so, but they know they know they're not going to they know the law. So they, they know the saying, law though, just changed two saying. years ago. But that's what I'm saying though. All this stuff is like a ploy, dog. It's like you know Ju- Juvie 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 Hall down here is 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 packed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's, that's why they that's, changed that's the, the law. Why. Exactly. That's the that's reason why they why. changed the law. And you know, you're absolutely right. If y'all, you know, if you, you want to get your stuff protected, man. Go out here and, and, and vote the right people in and do the right thing, man. Right. I know sometimes it seems like it's overwhelming because you hear a lot of these commercials and shit and you know, you don't know who to who to uh who to, who you, who you wanna go for. So you, you might go Democrat just because, you know what I'm saying? Not all Democrats yeah. do what I have need that do do what I need. And let you know me speak to Paul's so, point. Let me right. speak to Paul's point. Um the the DAs have to be convinced that the kid should be tried as an adult. Um, and that's the struggle. So basically, police are just doing catch and release. Like, the, the second car they stole, the owner of the car hit my neighbor's wife, saw what? them driving down the road, chased hit, them down, called her? the police. No, no. She saw them riding around in her Jeep. It was like Jeep, they had the top off. Uh-huh. She saw them, chased them down. They ended up crashing in a gas station parking lot up on top of a police cruiser. The driver was arrested. The other three or four in the car, they called their parents and their parents came and got them. So the laws aren't in place to protect your property. And there's there's definitely a balance, right? Because like you said, juvie is full. But Juvie probably might be full of kids that really shouldn't be there. A lot of mental health going on down there, but that's right. a whole nother that's a whole nother uh yeah. Y'all go y'all go vote. Go vote. Um go vote for and, and do your research. That's kind of the most important thing. Do your research, take your little piece of paper in your pocket and fill out your ballot either starting on the 28th for early voting at various early voting centers in our area or May 17th on election day. Exactly, exactly. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, as always, another insightful 
another insightful edition of Straight to Tape. And as always, you can catch Straight to Tape live Tuesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on Facebook Live, YouTube, and Twitch. Audio version of Straight to Tape is available on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. Almost do I need every to, single do one. I need no, no. This? Do I need to stress On YouTube, Harry? Is it on YouTube? Yes, Tico. Are we on iHeartRadio? Yes, we are on iHeartRadio, Tico. Are we on? Yes, we're we're there, Tico. We are there. Trust me. Straight to tape is there. Follow us on on our social media platforms, IG, Facebook, and Twitter. Straight to tape. Check out, as Tico mentioned, our YouTube channel, S2T Media. Hit the subscribe button. Uh... Yo, we even got right. pigeons that go to Mike Tyson's house. Rob, do your thing thing. <laughs> Please do. Please do. Please do. <laughs> I, I, I ain't even in the mood, man. I, 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 anyway, I'm just... <laughs> I, 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 I was just playing, man, so... <laughs> <laughs> what's up man what's up everybody uh, uh thanks thanks for rocking out with your favorite podcast man we appreciate y'all man so I, I just gotta uh you know do what i do and give a shout out to everybody in the comments um early on the check-in we had the homie lynn carter thank you for uh checking in. it's been a while good to see you also the homie sheree dropping in my man champ john champion also reg that dude daniel allen got a shout out to homie jay trey Rise the Big Chief, what's going on? My man, the Professor Prince Paul in the house. Tanya T, what's up, baby? My man C's on the check-in. And then in the reacts, we had uh, Neatrice Holmes. Yeah, hey, thank you for checking out your favorite podcast. Uh, my girl, Mikkel, a.k.a. Cheeks. We had Candy on the check-in. Also, Chandra Allen. And uh, shout-out to the homie Bishop and also Champ for sharing the stream. And uh, listen, man, uh, as always, if I miss you, I didn't mean it. Uh, you know what I'm saying? F- forgive didn't me. Mean it. Didn't mean it. You know, it's all love. It's all love. You know, I'll catch you next time. Uh, shout out to my man, uh, Tim Moore. I-, I missed him last week, but he was on the check in as well. But yeah, keep rocking with us. Like Perry said, we- we're-, we're everywhere. So just just search st- straight to tape, S2T Media, and uh, we're there. We're there. So we did. Appreciate you. And look, shout out to Big C's on the beats. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Thank Thanks, you, C. Thank you, C. We, we might need to hit you up with some more, but we love the ones that we have from you. Ladies and gentlemen, such a fun and beautiful Record Store Podcast. Uh, yeah, got to send a shout out to the Record Store Podcast. Champ, congratulations. Just saw that news about the North Carolina Comedy Festival. Shouts out, Champ. Do your thing, baby. Do your thing. Yeah. Um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, look, look. Make sure you check out because you know, always got to give love, give love. Make sure you check out our podcast and brethren front porch discussions Thursday, 6 15 Eastern Standard Time, right here on uh Facebook Live. I'm hoping, yeah, well, of course, you know, our favorite um permanent guest host, Bishop Omega and Intelligently Ratchet, Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Make sure you're checking them out. And let's not forget, let's not forget, S. 2T Media affiliate Naisha Frey 
questions you didn't ask. Also available on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Check out the insightful, the insightful shows that we are bringing there. Produced, produced by our own Felicia Rousseau. And of course, your man C. Perry II. We are the collective mental. And I'm sure you're going to enjoy questions you didn't ask. So ladies and gentlemen, Thank you once again for joining us on Straight to Tape. Make sure you check us out next week. We got us. Hey, Perry, I got a question. It's Rob's fault. So then podcast, you be shouting out at the end of every one of our shows. Did they be shouting us out on every one of their shows? I know Front Porch uh, be shouting us out. Like, like all heavy. the time. They okay, shout okay, us all right, out. All just making okay, sure. All, I'm just making sure. Uh, yeah, all, yeah, Reciprocity. All the time. Okay. Uh, you know, I are you already you you know you already know what it is, and you know questions you didn't ask. Like I said, that's fam, that's affiliate. Okay, uh, plus plus you know it it is produced produced by the best showrunner in podcasting and Felicia Rousseau, and of course your man here. Don't tell everybody that. What? Because we don't Did have any money to pay her, and somebody might try to come somebody, get her. Somebody go try to poach her, bro. You know you just. Giving out free game, ain't nobody gonna poach. Hit a no, hit no. button. It's time to go. Hit a button. Lord, 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 ladies and gentlemen, all your look, favorite, check all your favorite us, platforms. Look, look, check us out. Look, make sure Everywhere, you're in nigga. the house next week. Okay, we got a special guest in the house, and if you want to find out who that special guest is, come through our pod, come through our social media platforms on Thursday and we'll drop it and then you make sure that you tune in next Tuesday 8pm Eastern Standard Time right here on Straight to Tape guess what next week's show yeah it's gonna be live you gotta be here yo yeah, you gotta be here. make your plans okay. now yeah 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 just just make your yeah because it's good trust me it's gonna be a hot one so ladies and gentlemen for for the S2T crew I see you, Nadia, in the reacts. What's up, girl? Yeah, look, for the S2T crew, of course, it's your man, C. Perry II. As always, uh, let's get active. And let me hit this button before Tico says something stupid. Here we go. Yo, Uncle Woodrow.